Hello everyone and welcome to RadChat, the multi-award winning first therapeutic radiographer-led oncology podcast. So welcome to a special episode to celebrate our two-year birthday. So this episode is going to look at reflections from the year and um, before we sign off for the holiday period. So my name's Jay McNamara and I'm joined by fellow host Nam Angelica Anderson. Hi everyone. So Numan, I'm an academic. I love some stats. Give us some stats. How's Rad Chat doing? Before I tell you, so we recorded a similar thing two years ago for our first ever like holiday period reflections thing. Can you think back and tell me how many yeah. countries we were in then? And I'll tell you where we are now. Oh, were we in about 60? No. Lower or higher? Lower. <laughs> Way lower. Oh, really? 20? So we were in 15 countries two years ago. Really? So 20... 2021 and we're now in 107 countries worldwide not bad uh how many episodes had we done back then do you think so in a year i reckon we'd done 70 26 episodes we've done then and now we've done 215 episodes oh my goodness um okay so going back to that time period as well how many downloads do you think we'd had I don't know, a thousand? So with downloads and listens together, just over 2,500. And as of today, we're up to just over 80,000. Amazing. And that's only on paid flat platforms, isn't it? So I know yeah. like we find it really hard to get some of our stats because we have a free platform. Um, and I think I like the fact that we have a free platform platform i know lots of people can access kind of spotify and things now so i think we're really passionate about making sure that it is freely accessible um for anyone in a country and that maybe doesn't have access to some of the paid platforms so yeah but we've been busy very busy i suppose then so looking or reflecting back over the past year what have your highlights been um well it's been a busy year um, and I think the fact that we had a good first year, but we also had aspirations to kind of do more. Um, I think the highlight for me has to just be my own maybe continual professional development, which sounds really bizarre. Um, but I think I am definitely a better educator. I'm a better therapeutic radiographer for the work that I do through RadChat. Um, I suppose... I'm really proud of the support that we're able to offer healthcare practitioners working in oncology, students, prospective students, and most importantly, patients. Um, I never necessarily thought that we would be able to support patients the way we do through social media. Um, I think in that first year, we had kind of trickles of patients talking to us through social media, but now patients are referred to us on social media platforms and I think it's really nice to be able to make that difference um, and for someone in education it's perfect for me because it gets me back to maybe being more clinical and feeling like I'm supporting patients that are going through their radiotherapy treatment so that that's kind of definitely been the highlight for me in terms of kind of rad chat what's been your highlight personally so i suppose personally um winning radiographer of the year for yorkshire and north trent that was lovely and really nice that people nominated me um 
in my role at SHU, I got um, inspirational teacher nominations. Um, I also have recently become co-chair for ASCEND, which stands for Aspirant Cancer Career and Education Development, um, which is great and something that I'm really passionate about. Um, I also still chair the UK Acute Oncology Society radiotherapy arm and also the Society of Radiographers um, SIG for outreach and promotion and I'm like for me they are just amazing opportunities to demonstrate the amazing work that therapeutic radiographers are involved in um, and hopefully inspiring a future generation so I don't know I I definitely couldn't pick one highlight I feel like I've just blurted out lots of things but yeah everything is a highlight because it's all things that I never thought would happen what about you because this year's definitely been epic for you it's been a busy year i think the highlights obviously get married which is pretty awesome uh, i'm glad that you said that one first <laughs> katie will be very impressed <laughs> did an iron man which is great some bits were really disgusting but that was good and then i suppose work-wise changing jobs leaving somewhere where i was not having a good time and now i'm in well instead of just getting one more job i've got two new jobs technically three new jobs <laughs> but I don't know like it's been good I think the skincare stuff's been awesome this year so stuff of getting the consent forms of the Royal College of Radiologists changed finally all the other bits and pieces and yeah looking forward to just trying to yeah progress that further in other areas as well it's been pretty good um I really enjoyed the Prostate Cancer UK collaboration we did recently that was really good fun um, and I thought the two speakers we had were great, kind of highlighting quite a big health inequity. Uh, and obviously we got to go to Future Dreams charity and do a radiotherapy workshop, which was amazing because it was, yeah, lots of different people, different backgrounds, different tumour types, just so many questions. But again, highlighting the fact that we are not that great at showing off how good radiotherapy is as a treatment modality, but also a for us as a profession and what we as therapeutic radio office can offer like yeah we we went and did it but you know that information is already out there everyone gets different snippets of information from different professionals most of whom probably have never been in a radiotherapy department and actually yeah i thought that was quite powerful it was empowering for me anyway to say actually we do a really good job in radiotherapy even if we're in a bunker tucked away somewhere and no one knows what we are who we are what we do yeah I definitely found the Future Dreams workshop quite enlightening because it's very easy to forget just how much information patients want. Um, and, you know, when we talk to colleagues who are on the treatment floor at the moment, they get 10 minutes to talk to their patients. How can you ever prepare someone for radiotherapy properly if you get 10 minutes on that first day to talk about what's about to happen in the room. And so I think, you know, educating other healthcare professionals or, you know, doing all the promotional work that we do with Radiotherapy UK, advocating for more investment in radiotherapy services. I think it's really warranted, especially because we get to speak to the patients after they've gone through their whole cancer pathway 
and it really highlights how unprepared they feel for radiotherapy. So I think that Future Dreams workshop was really enlightening for me. Yeah, and that's what we love, patient voice. Obviously, we've just finished releasing the last of the Beacon Bursary uh, episodes. That was six young people, five of whom have had radiotherapy treatment, one who hadn't, but obviously explaining why that wasn't appropriate. Um, but again, just hearing young people who've been through cancer diagnosis and understanding all the intricacies of how to navigate the system what happens afterwards late effects like that's been eye-opening I suppose we both know clinically what happens and what yeah the, the difficulty in accessing services but um just having it there again and listening to them it's yeah it was again very eye-opening for me I think I I found it really emotional listening to their experiences um and I don't know whether or not age comes into it, but I think because they're they're younger and you know that they're going to be living life with with such a different view of what they thought their lives would be like, but also the consequences of treatment, um, it definitely kind of resonated with me thinking, you know, if patients are being diagnosed younger, earlier, we're treating aggressively, you know, their survival is increased which is amazing but the consequences of treatment are there and what support do they get very little so yeah I think um, listening to patient voice through that series just highlighted how services um, need to develop and evolve with a different demographic of patient so Numen, what's on the agenda for 2024 uh well obviously going to be very busy as always i think they <laughs> got quite a few collaborations so Electa, uh genesis care um hopefully trying to do some of our own research around podcasting and patient voice and stuff um yeah i think the biggest one would be oncology professional care having our very own radiotherapy theater which would be yeah which is going to be amazing slightly terrifying too <laughs> yeah i'm excited about that we we um we manifested that i think we kept saying wouldn't it be amazing if we had a a theater opc um so yeah we we kind of maybe subliminally <laughs> set those messages but yeah i think that's amazing and a great opportunity for us to really highlight the role of radiotherapy in cancer care um, because you know the general public awareness healthcare professional awareness of chemotherapy and um, immunotherapy genetics you know th there seems to be much more knowledge around those areas but radiotherapy not so much so I'm really excited to kind of share all the amazing radiotherapy knowledge um, with a wider multidisciplinary team um, who will hopefully come and listen. So, yeah, that's exciting. Don't forget as well, Naman, we've got hopefully another Future Dreams workshop. We're also collaborating with Breast Cancer Now, and we're going to be doing an Insta Live. Um, we're also working with Radiotherapy UK and doing a webinar. Um, and what else are we doing? Oh, we did submit quite a few um, abstracts, didn't we, Naman? <laughs> just a yeah, few double digits some, yeah just uh, estro but also uh 
UK Imaging and Oncology Conference as well. Um, their abstracts are now being accepted until February. So we're working on those. So yeah, get getting us out there and maybe taking more of a um, research-driven approach to the work that we're doing, I think is really exciting. What would be one top tip for anyone listening to take away for 2024? I would say listening to the podcast is great and um you know it's a great resource it can really help you change your perspective but i would say that if you can try and utilize it for continual professional development i think you know the voices of our patients the experts in practice the wider multidisciplinary team students they all have such amazing knowledge to share and listening is one thing, but I think engaging with all the literature, the resources that they suggest, um, I think elevates that change in practice, that evolution of what it is that we're offering um, in our services. And with so much to learn from each other, and it's about utilising those opportunities, I fully appreciate that people are absolutely exhausted but I also know that Rad Chat has helped inspire people to get that passion back into the job that they do day in, day out. And I think being able to hear patients talking about the massive impact that therapeutic radiographers and the wider oncology team get to make, I don't know, I think it just reignites why a lot of us went and started working in an oncology career. Um and that would be my top tip for 2024. Think about you in your professional role and how you can maybe evolve as that practitioner, develop your knowledge and skills and be even better than you already are. What would yours be, Numan? It's quite hard to follow something like that. <laughs> uh, so I would say just reflecting on my own personal year, and obviously everything that we do through Rad Chat is just be bold, just go for it. Remember what your true values are. And I think that's what we try and do is everything is about the patients for us, their experience, what happens. Um, and obviously anything from a EDI lens or perspective that's obviously being weaved through throughout. But yeah, we just want to shout about how amazing therapeutic radiographers are. No disrespect to all of our other listeners, but we're obviously better than you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, be more therapeutic radiographer maybe. But no, stand by what you believe in. Um, yeah, just go for it. Like I think as we know in oncology, life is so short. I think you have to really take each day, just enjoy it and yeah, do whatever. Eat that bit of cake. <laughs> yeah. Well, you say you say that bit of cake, but it's absolutely true, isn't it? Looking after yourself is is really, really important. And I think with lots of pressures that are on the workforce in the NHS at the moment, I think it's definitely a top tip, isn't it? Look after yourself, eat the cake, you know, think about your mental and physical health and how we need to put on our oxygen mask before we look after other people. Thank you so much for listening to Rad Chat on our second birthday. Your hosts today have been myself, Jay McNamara and Numa Joel Anderson. From the 22nd of December to the 7th of January, we're signing off. We're having a holiday. Woohoo! 
when we are back, our first episode will be Rihanna Ruth Lisandro, who will be talking about her role as an oncology dietitian. If you haven't already, please do check us out on social media, give us a Google review, go on and give us five stars, you know, really try and help us to promote the podcast as much as we can to a wider audience so that we get all of our really important messages out there. So thank you all for listening and take care.